Hello, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you're listening to VCR. So today we are tackling an interesting topic, at least interesting to us, uh, because me and Carlo are such movie guys. We, we love movies. Actually, originally this show probably just should have been about nothing but movies because our original one was. But yeah, our, our first show, that was all we did. Just nothing but movies, obscure, lost, horrible movies no one was ever going to hear of. That's what we did. And today, now we kind of want to talk about if movies was football, the stadium in which they are played. Yes, we want to talk about the movie house. And where is that going? Is it going anywhere? Is it dying? Carlo, are we about to attend a funeral? It does feel, given the uh, scary, scary apocalyptic plague times that we uh, are all living in, that there are going to be a lot of casualties. There are a lot of things that are just, that are already... KFC can no longer call or say their food is finger looking good because that's how you get COVID, bitch. Um, <laughs> the world is changing. You can't, you can't go, uh, well, not that much. Some things are staying the same. It's important to remember anyone who chews their mouth open or can't, uh, or mouth breathers are a problem. You shouldn't be friends with them. That was already true, but now we're just kind of reinforcing that. But the cinema is one of those things that is right up on the chopping block that some people are ignoring. Uh, oddly, some people have forgotten that already, that uh, the classic dinner in a movie, the, hey, let's have, I have an idea, let's go out to the movies, or, oh, I can't wait to go see that uh, new Marvel movie, let's go to the theater. That has already uh, become, uh, come to a grinding halt. Excuse me, thousands of the, uh, theaters are already closed, or just shuttered and not opening back up. And that's really heartbreaking because, uh, I mean, that used to be a wonderful pastime. Like you would go to the theater. Maybe you did have, if it was a date, you would go have dinner maybe beforehand or after. And then you would go to the theater and you'd get your popcorn and your drinks and you'd sit there and either you're going to watch the movie or it wasn't that great and you're going to make out during the movie. But the thing is, that's you went to a theater to yeah. do some of these fun things and have those life experiences. And... I'm going to come out and say the theater has been, the, the concept of the movie house has been in trouble for a minute. And the reason all, I'm going to yeah, that was already true. Yeah. I mean, I think COVID has just expedited that, but the, I truly, the theater house has been in trouble for a minute because you have so many platforms to watch movies on nowadays. None that were sponsored by, by the way, but you know, you, you have so many platforms that you can do that doesn't require you to leave your house. You know, yeah. you can just stay home and do as they call Netflix and chill or watch some, or, or video on demand stuff. I mean, there's Ooh, all kinds stuff. of streaming platforms. The, well, that's, that's kind of the key word in any industry that has ever existed is innovation. You have to become, uh, you have to constantly be a better business model of what you already have, except movie houses, which have just kind of relied on the fact that they were, they've always been given this unfair weightiness to uh, value. It's so important to know, well, what was the opening uh, weekend box office numbers? Although they're meaningless, that's nothing, that doesn't mm -hmm. matter. You could have a big, huge opening weekend and no one ever talks about your movie again. That, that happens a lot, mm. Avatar. <laughs> you can have be like one of the gro highest grossing uh, uh, box office smashes ever, but it's still like, is it 
was does does anyone care anymore like is that now like leading the way and like oh this is the sort of storytelling we're doing no white man's burden bullshit uh white guy last time he can we we're over that story we're not into it oh the tales are used for sex and for with dinosaurs your movie's dumb and we hate it but it had a huge box office is that as is that going to uh instruct future filmmakers how to make film no it just had a big box office and movies that are doing those things uh that are going to be that why the next generation of people that make uh, film want to make film are going to be those little indie darlings that don't have the big huge box office but change somebody's life the first time they were in a theater with like the huge screen the big plush chair the room darkens and the sound comes up that the music <laughs> smell of stale popcorn and then the light flickering uh as we pretend it's still film it's all digital now but we pretend it's still a reel to reel flicking flicking her away and this story comes alive and people are like now that's what i want to do with the rest of my life and that's why i told this story that's going to do the same thing and inspire another generation that doesn't come from box office it doesn't <laughs> no it really doesn't and see the only the only thing box office has ever done to me and it, it's like you know when they would do the movie reports on the news and they would tell you what opened this weekend and they would show you how much each movie made uh, that in all honesty that's just bragging rights you know that's yeah. just you know like hey look i pissed more than what you did and and maybe that's true it doesn't make the movie great doesn't make the storyline better um Yes, it, it means popularity, and that's the way the people move towards. But I've never thought about movies as, oh, my God, I'm not going to see that unless it's uh, top five and it's grossing over uh, $4.5 You know, that's never been a yeah. factor uh, to go to the, the old cinema house and all that good stuff. But it, it brings us back to something else. What are factors nowadays to go to the, the movie? You know, if if you think about it, there's no, almost, almost, I'm not going to say completely, but almost no need to go because we could video on demand. We could watch the, the latest movies that are out right now in the comfort of our own home, not pay for that popcorn, but maybe I'm going to use this money towards uh, pizza and wings and I have microwave yeah. popcorn and greater selection of what I eat with my of my film. Yes, and also not just that, it probably comes out cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, when I get wings, I like to go topless so I don't have to worry about sauce getting in my shirt. You can't do that at the theater. That you can't do that at the theater. <laughs> they 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 frown upon those kind of things, and it's like, yeah. uh, okay, so you know, it's it's interesting. Yeah, because on paper. At. There is no difference to, well, because on, on paper from the studio uh, side of this argument, did you see it? Yes or no? And that's the only question they really care about. Did you see it and how much money they make off of it? That's the other part. That's the real question they care about. But the important factor is if you've seen that movie. But there is a massive gulf of experiential difference in how you get, a, get to see a movie. I love theater houses. I love going to the cinema. I want to see stuff. I, of, I often love going back for like retrospectives because I'm a weird old buddy daddy and a nerd. I love going to watch like everyone, they'll have, we're doing Raiders of the Lost Ark. I would love to go, I love going to see that sort of Falcon. I've seen City Lights. I've seen all these things where I actually got to go to a theater and watch it on the big screen. And it's not the same as watching it on VHS or DVD or Blu-ray or a digital download. 
not that not that those are any worse or but those are bad, but there's a different experiential feeling to going to the uh, going to the cinema to watch a movie that they are overly reliant on the idea like yes but you come to the movies and you get to see it at the movie theater so that's going to be 1250 for that soda <laughs> no <laughs> no you're just that's you are chasing people off the and, and they have been for so long because they so rely on that like there's nothing like going to the movies mm-hmm. that's true but that the premium uh sometimes pricing and the uh, the premium experience of that doesn't always match up to what you're, what you're, what's really being offered at the movie theater versus at home. With any other industry, you have to give a reason why I should get it from you, get this from you versus from them. If I want to get cheese from somebody and they're like, well, we're the ones who make the best cheese. Okay, do I know that? Have you informed me through advertising? Do you make the best cheese? What quality, do you have quality ingredients? Well, how much do you charge? Because I have to do, as a consumer, I have to consider that factor. What does it actively taste like? Is it, the, is it a weird color? Well, there's no accounting for taste. Maybe I like really funky cheese and you're not selling funky cheese. You're selling Velveeta style cheese or if that's cheese, I don't know. But all, the movie theater gets away with just being, we're a movie theater. So it's either you see in the movie theater or I guess you can buy it at home and watch it in the comfort of your own home with a menu that you like with only people that you wish to be around. Um, and you can pause to go to the restroom and you have all this control. But with the movie theater, you, it's a cool experience. It is. You're, you're absolutely right. There, there's the cool, and there's the benefits to both. And you said it. You absolutely hit it. As my dog yawns in the background here, uh, but you you did hit hit it on the head. The, Hi, Brutus. Hey, Brutus, <laughs> who has now become part of our show. Yeah. He lets us know when we're rambling. Right. He's like, could you please shut the fuck up, both of you? <laughs> but it's, um, it is, what you said is very true. Control. There is the benefit of staying home and you have total control over your experience. You have control over what time the movie starts. You have control whether you need to go to the bathroom and you want to pause it. You have control over the type of menu you're going to have if you want to have movie snacks. Or maybe you're just like, fuck it, I'm going to play it, sit here and watch the whole thing. You have control over how you dress. You have control over everything, whether you talk to someone or not. And in the movie house experience... You don't really have that control, but you do have an experience of going to a theater and let's say, for example, Star Wars. You know, when I went to go see Star Wars, when they released the Star Wars, the first episode, the, you know, a lot of people were there dressed up as Star Wars characters and just, (laughs) you know, you have that camaraderie, you have that experience, you have that joy and you're you're there and you're watching it with your fellow uh fanboys and yep. it, it's a great feeling to have that but you also have that thing where you're about to drop 30 dollars on popcorn and drinks yeah and it's, it's it can be it can it can feel i would argue that it feels pricier than it is mm-hmm. it's not that pricey but it fucking feels that pricey. I think it kind of depends on where you go because different theaters have different gimmicks. Like that other one, there's one here in Houston and I'm not going to give out the name because I don't, you know, 
want to do anything like that. But yeah, and they're not paying us. Uh, but there's one theater that offers you that option to have like this pod, like this bed pod mm, yeah. in the theater. And so you can lay back with someone in this pod and get a blanket and a pillow, which I would never they do. They will provide a blanket and a pillow. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> and, and, you know, you go get your popcorn and your drinks and their price points are different because they have a different gimmick. Same thing yeah. with like movie taverns or things like that, where you mm -hmm. go and you get to order dinner and, you know, yeah, they have a, a menu that they bring the food to you. They bring your drinks and they bring it to you in the seat. And it's almost like a, a restaurant dining experience. The yeah. idea of having dinner and a movie all at once, but it's yeah. not. And the, the main thing that they're, that they're going for is that they are adding um, that they're trying to mimic the at home experience. I can go home and choose what I want to eat and have my blanket. And I have a blanket that I know is laundered. Uh, not just, I'm trusting you. <laughs> I know it's laundered. I laundered it. And uh, well, I have some, I, I pay someone to do that. <laughs> you laundered it or you did it, but you're okay with that. <laughs> but I know it's clean. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's, and they make it those, and I know the place you're talking about the pods and it's designed to be like, what if you could go watch in a hotel? Like that's all you're doing at this point because they're almost removing the big, the, and not everyone wants the big dark room theater experience, but they're removing that by making it feel like you're in your like a little tiny living room pod. It's like watching a movie in Star uh, in the Star Trek universe. And you're right, you're absolutely right. But you think of think of this too, because and I don't mean to interrupt you. I apologize. No, no, go on. Bad about that. But you hit on something gimmicks it, it, it kind of shows the direction that these theaters are going because they're come to trying to get new gimmicks out there or new ideas to try to pull you in yeah. something that's going to make you want to leave your house here's a pod you can sleep in in a stadium with all these other people uh watching and enjoying this movie or here's a why go out to dinner have it here dinner and dinner and a movie right here you know, uh, here's some alcoholic beverages. Here's some, I don't know what the hell else they could possibly come up with, but they're coming up with all these, they, actually, no, I'm going to take that back. They're coming up with more creative food options too at the, oh, yeah. the concession stands. You know, now it used to be just, you used to get your popcorn, your candies and your ice cream and hot dog, right? Now you got that on top of pizzas little mini pizzas some of them have the wings some of them have jalapeno poppers so uh, i've seen like gourmet pizzas yes especially gourmet especially pizzas. gourmet pizzas at, at some places um, or, or their version of gourmet <laughs> yeah gourmet does not mean good it just means specific <laughs> but like, and, and, uh, i like i like i love to use the word stadium because that brings to my mind the closest thing to going to a movie theater would be going to the stadium and catching a game whatever game you mm -hmm. like you don't, you don't get to decide who wins or loses. You're there just to experience it. And I know people like to say, I cheer really well, and that's why my team wins. It doesn't. They don't, they don't care. They don't care at all that you're there. During COVID, they're all open. No one's there. They have mm -hmm. cutouts. You're basically a cutout. They just want you to pay money. Don't act like they care about you. Yeah, it's like, we got your funding. Yeah, yeah. If they, if, if they, I bet they'd let people buy tickets to put a picture of them in their stands. I bet you they would sell that. But... It's, it's kind of the same thing where like, well, how do we give more value? And Stadium started first with having more options than just popcorn and peanuts and 
uh, hot dogs and like those candies, like that's what they did. And they, now they started, they started having more options food wise and drink wise. Theater started going like, all right, guys, have a beer, which I think was brilliant. It just makes sense to have mm-hmm. a, an adult beverage with your movie. If I'm going to watch a movie where like where Keanu Reeves is going to shoot it, like Russell guy to the ground and then shoot him in the back of the head twice, I feel like I can have a beer during that movie. <laughs> is there anything more, more immoral here? It's the shooting a guy in the head. The approach of making them, of trying to compare it to the different other experiences you can get. You, being able to watch it at home, that control, those options, if you have what you like, they're trying to catch up to that. But they're still like, they're still 30 years late to that party. So that just the conversation of like, what do you like to eat when you watch a movie? If you go to the theater, it was like popcorn because that's what they have. Uh, now like, yeah, I can go to the place that has like little pizzas. I can go to a place that has like a burger. Um, I can go to a place that has a little pod. Um, for me, a big part, a big, a big draw that they have is when they do those revivals. Like I said, I'm a weird movie nerd that likes old, really old shit. I remember going to, um, which was not a revival. Actually, I went to, a, uh, and I will say the name of the theater. I went to an Alamo draft house because I, I generally, I just like that company mm-hmm. uh, as far as how they, as far as how they present movies. They had a midnight viewing of the latest Indiana Jones, which, I mean, that was a bummer for reasons, but that's, yeah. <laughs> but when I went, as you mentioned, when you went to see uh, Star Wars, there are people dressed up in little costumes. Mm-hmm. I went to that uh, with a really like makeshift, Indiana Jones on the weekend kind of costume. So it's just suggesting Indiana Jones's iconic look without me being in full, really full cosplay. Cause I, I don't really have a, I don't No, I do have a whip, but I don't have a, I don't have a brown bull whip. Mine, mine is black leather, but I went in the costume and with the fedora and the jacket, someone came in costume. Yeah. Went to go see the movie and then we all commiserated over beer. But that became that communal experience with strangers, which is an odd thing. Maybe that doesn't happen to a lot of people, but I have a, a little bit of a history of making friends with people at the theater for, for the course of that movie. Um, if it's the kind of movie, like if you can yell at comments, I, I watched too much Mr. Science Theater as a kid, um, <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm sure you did as well. And so I'm, I've had bad movies. I've made comments. And by the end of it, I'm like, chatting with someone I've, I've had people like offer me like to you know like oh let's just hang out have another beer and like i don't know you we're not friends anymore we were friends during the movie that time is over now um <laughs> but that um that community with movie theaters is there but, but now mm-hmm. we hit the the latest problem i mean they were slow to innovate as it was and now theaters are getting hit with the plague it's it's not safe it's, it's actively it's dangerous uh the business model doesn't work and very and the business model model was having a lot of tr- was having trouble now it might actually be dying yeah and, and the thing is not only that okay we have the added option or the added issue, not option, the added issue of the fact that you have only certain movies out there right now that you can download and stream. It's not like they're releasing a whole lot of movies. The corporation that shall not be named released a, <laughs> released a movie not that long ago. I haven't even bothered to check to see how much that made. But the truth is, 
it's on it's coming out in a different platform where you could have gone to the movies to see it and only at that point now it's yeah. like hey stream it and pay this mm-hmm. amount of money and enjoy the movie and and pay and pay for it twice right and the thing is there's not a whole lot of other movie choices out there to stream yeah. i i've only known of a couple of others but that's that's pretty much it yeah. so i think right now even if there wasn't a plague which the plague has definitely like i said expedited you know this this funeral right yeah. but as you were talking something dawned on me you know you have all the gimmicks out there that they're trying to get you into the theaters and then it dawns on me what are the theaters competing with yeah and in reality it's not necessarily streaming i mean it is streaming but yeah. what it really comes down to is the theater is competing with you mm-hmm. you know we have all these beautiful options well i have all those beautiful options here too so what is it that you're offering that's going to make me want to leave the comfort of my home to go do this yeah and and the truth is it might just be the fact that you need to leave your home <laughs> that right you now, the get big, out yeah the biggest selling point as it is you get to be outside is yeah and it's like the biggest factor is get the fuck outside and do something other than be at home but even if yep. this plague wasn't around what's the big attraction because you got to get in your car you got to go find parking you got to go wait in line for the ticket if you didn't purchase it, you know, online. You got to go wait in line to get your concessions. You got to go climb up those stairs to get into the stadium. So there's a lot more extra steps you can do opposed to click, it's on, download. I'm sitting down in the comfort of my home. Maybe I want a snack. Maybe I don't. Oh, I'm going to pause it. I'm going to go over there and get me something to drink. I'm going to go get me something to to eat hey you know what Fuck sucks. That. let me change it yeah i'm this this is shit i want my money back you know maybe well, I no one gives you that option exactly you that. <laughs> but you can change the fucking channel <laughs> but you know what's what the beauty of the movie house is they do mm-hmm. give you that option like if you went in and said that movie was shit i want my money back they'll give you your money back or a credit at least you know that's fucking awful no well i mean <laughs> I seriously for, really for the at least the movie houses will do that the streaming services oh, won't won't really do that um hmm. you know you say hey that movie was shit i want my money back they don't do that that's the that's the perk of the movie house i think is like okay. if you go and you customer, a, good customer service is possible yeah not likely or certain but possible in a movie house that's true exactly uh, opposed to calling the stream service and be like hey that was horrible i want my money back are yeah. they really going to they know money back no. they can absolutely keep track of, of where you were in the movie they can look look up that log like oh you only watched 15 minutes of it you legitimately don't want to watch the rest of this movie okay cool here's your money back yeah they could do that they won't they absolutely no, they're not downloaded it forever so it's it's one of those things like that. There's one tiny benefit, but is that benefit enough for me to want to leave again my house where I'm just ordering Chinese for delivery right now? 
and and watching As he's this, on his phone in the middle of this podcast <laughs> right right now. like huh i feel like some uh oh, general sows right now <laughs> <laughs> there, there's the for me it's always been this like age-old um comparison to almost any product you have to consider your competition and you have to consider especially with media especially with movies mm-hmm. or or television if you want me to get sign up for your service or for me to b- watch your product, you also have to make it easier than stealing it. Um, back as, uh, when I was a kid, like I, I morally, I don't, I don't, I'm against it. I don't like illegally downloading movies and television. I just, I'm, I'm personally, I, I think because that hurts people, not just the, the production company, which I don't give a fuck about. Like the, the <laughs> I don't give a fuck about them. Steal from owners all the time. But, for the people that work on those movies, it's not fair to them because they're getting cheated out of residuals. So that feel that doesn't feel as good. But if the ownership at the top level goes, hey, the only way you can watch my new TV show is if you get cable. Fuck you, I'm gonna just steal it. Sorry, yeah. no, fuck you. No, I'm exactly. I'm not put I, up walls yeah. for me to buy your product. No, I'm mm-hmm. not putting up with that. And I shouldn't. Doesn't make sense for me. Well, of course I should steal it. You made it hard for you to buy it. And yep. that, that, that is part of competition. Free, I'm going, no, pay me. You owe it to me. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. And movie theaters have a long time, because they have this inflated sense of importance because of box office, uh, of, of, because of box office and because of advertising, to go to, to bend to the box office, everything is about going to see in the movie theater so you can, we can have an inflated sense of that. And, and this is something I've, I've been saying since I was a little kid. Who cares about box office? And the right. moment that went away with Trolls 2, <laughs> Trolls 2, of all the things that are going to be the big history footnotes of this time period in, in cinematic history, Trolls 2. And they were like, nope, we don't care about, bo- home bo- we don't care about uh, opening, uh, uh, opening weekend box office. We don't care. We just want to make as much money as possible. And they did. And they're like, hey, guys, we're making the exact same amount of money. We no longer give a fuck about home about the box office. Mm-hmm. We don't care anymore. It's done. That 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 weird spell that cast on people to make that 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 made that thought that mattered is gone. Mm-hmm. And theaters are kind of and just kind of insisting while there's you know free right across the street. They're insisting you owe it to them to to pay to buy from them. Yeah. Well, you see, the other issue with that is because back in the day, before the streaming. That was the only way you the movies made money is you went to the theater. You know, yeah. that was it. Like, this is your platform. Come to me, pay us, and then we will go from there. You know, that, that's how you did it. Opposed to nowadays, it's like, well, I don't have to do that now. I, I can opt yeah. to stay home. And me personally, just going off of what I have, you know, I haven't been to a movie theater in God knows when. I, I really cannot remember the last movie I went to go see in-house uh, because, actually, no, I'm lying. I do remember it was last year, and I went to go see The Joker. And, and so and that was the last movie I physically went to go see. And since then, what I do is just basically Netflix. I turn on my Netflix and watch what I want there, or, or... I turn on my Roku and watch what I want there. Yeah. 
you know, those yep. are those are my options, and it, it takes quite a bit for for me to want to go out. Well, can't do it now because everything's all plaguey. But you know, it, even if the plague wasn't here, it takes a lot for me to say, I want to drive to the cinema, and I want to pay a stupid amount of money for snacks and drinks. And I want to hoof my fat ass up to the top of the stadium <laughs> and, and watch this movie with some people who are being obnoxious and talking through the movie. You know, yep. it, it takes a lot for me to say, hey, that's what I want to do. Because sure. I really, now I really don't. Because streaming has literally given me that option to stay the fuck home, order your Chinese. If you want something obnoxious, watch my dog beg for my food <laughs> you know i don't have to go spend my money in wasting gas fighting someone for parking i don't have to do those things i can stay yeah. home which has led to two things you know it has led to the movie theaters yes competing for uh, against streaming but you're not competing against streaming you're competing against me Yep. What again? Again, what do you have that makes me want to leave what I've created? And yeah. the other thing is, what do you offer that makes me uh, want to go get in a fight in a parking lot about <laughs> parking? Yeah. <laughs> but but they're only competing against me nowadays, which is sad because the the streaming has led to that. It has led to not only are you competing against our platforms, but you're competing against the customer's will. This is just more nails in the coffin. Because in, in reality, Carlo, let, let's, let's do a little scenario here, okay? Yeah. I call you up, I'm like, hey, Carlo, let's watch a horrible movie together. Let, let's reminisce and watch the movie Rubber. Because <laughs> it doesn't get worse than that. Uh, <laughs> Let let all those angry feelings come back. Actually, no, I'm lying. Monopolis, it did get worse than that. So <laughs> <laughs> we've watched um, some figures. Let let's 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 reminisce and bring back all that anger. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of going to theater house, let's come over to my house. We'll watch it on my TV. I'm paying for the platform. Do you want Chinese? Do you want Mexican? Do you want just like pizza? And we'll make a, and I got a few beers in the fridge and I got a couple of, of the stiff drinks. We'll have a cigar afterwards and we'll yeah. complain. We can go out, we can go out in the patio and have a cigar afterwards. Or do you want to go meet me at, you know, this theater and then we're going to pay 20, 25 bucks for the ticket. Yep. Then we got to go and we got to go buy the popcorn and the drinks. Then we got to wait through all the previews, uh, which yep. I'm going to tell you this. I do like previews. <laughs> I like previews. I'm one of those weirdos who likes previews. Yeah, so, you get excited for like, ooh, I'm, gonna, I'm watching that one. I don't care for that one. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I do that like, no, no. Oh, maybe. No. Uh, like, no, definitely and you, not. And, and, and you know I'm the weirdo because a lot of people like uh, like previews. They, people complain about it. They actually like them. I actually hate them because I don't like anyone who is going to – if you're going to bother me, you should pay me. Mm -hmm. If they paid the theater to show a preview, fuck them pay me you're bothering me mm -hmm. if you're going to show me a preview i should get paid yes absolutely. advertising should pay the the viewer it should not pay the the person on the side i shouldn't be your test allowing me yeah. to be bored to be annoyed by them but but yeah like it's a different 
uh, that different experience, it's hard to argue. For me, just like, it, it's the romantic in me. I love going to the theater. I like theater popcorn better. It is so much more, so much worse than for, for you than uh, microwaveable <laughs> popcorn, but I like it better. I like it. I'm also weird that gets butter, though. Yeah. I'm also weird that gets the small popcorn. So I tend to spend more or less money because I'll get a small popcorn and a large drink because drinks are cheap as shit or cheaperish. Um, and I'll just get the small popcorn because I'm just going to eat it for, by myself. I don't need the big giant thing. So you save like four bucks, so I just get the smaller one. Um, <laughs> and the, the driving out there and doing it, it does make it an event. As soon as they're like chicken, like dinosaur-shaped chicken tenders for the kids, the quality of this of wherever you are is crashing to the floor. It, it's kind it of it kind of has sunk at that point where it's yeah. like ew. I'm not gonna say the theater is completely dead for me. I, I think it's gonna be completely dead eventually, but not right now for me because there is that rare occasion where I I, I remember when I was a high school teacher and I had summers off and I could go see late night shows like during the weekday, mm-hmm. I would go to this, this little theater that I love here in Houston called the river Oaks. Yeah. And it's extremely charming, very quaint, but they specialize in the non mainstream movies, like the, the indie movies and the interesting ones with an interesting storyline that you may want to actually go check out, but they're not going to be like, you know, biggest Marvel explosion action movie. Yeah, they're not, yeah. you know, they're going to be yeah. the small Art house film. Yeah, art house indie. Or classics or just like good old fashioned classics. I, I saw exactly. Um, I saw the Maltese Falcon. And I wanna say what did there's just been so many of the that I've seen that I've really enjoyed at that theater. Mm-hmm. And I would still pay to do that. Just because it's my little I wanna see this indie movie because that sounds like a good plot and it sounds like a an enjoyable time and I want to go see that and I'm willing to spend my time to do that because I like that theater and I like the service that I get there and I like their their real butter that they pour on top of my popcorn (laughs) and I enjoy that particular type of movie that in all honesty I wouldn't be able to see at a mainstream movie theater you know they're not gonna have a traditional download yeah, and, and smaller art house films don't get Netflix. They don't get Disney Plus because they they have those are their own companies. They're making they're yep. going to put their stuff out for a guaranteed hit. They're not going to take a chance and show something that is sometimes thoughtful and interesting and and could and, and might and if if given an audience if it finds an audience could be influential and impactful in filmmaking as a whole. Yep. Or it could be junk, but that's fine. You're allowed to make junk too. <laughs> Everyone else is allowed to make junk. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they're never going to get those uh, get people in front of them until they they go up show show up at the tiny art house theaters like the Rivers. I agree. I, I completely agree with that. And with the end of theaters, you're kind of looking down the barrel of the end of independent film. And that's what that's that's a sad part. You know, that is very much a sad part. Like if these theaters go under and what's really messed up is the first ones that are going to go under are the art house theaters, the little small theaters that that are quaint and charming. They're going to go under first because they don't have that 
pool. They already had a limited pool to begin with, but they don't have that massive pool as the big time theaters that are showing you all the mainstream movies that everyone, the blockbusters, so to speak. Right now, the, the difficulty is a, a megaplex, if they are open to, I think in Texas is right now, it's like 75% capacity for, for theaters, which means I'm probably not going back to the theater because I have been to the theater recently, fairly recently. Mm-hmm. 75% uh, capacity for a Cineplex, they can stay open. They'll probably lose people. Like they'll have to fire people and work in a skeleton crew. They'll have less options. It'll, it won't be the same thing, but they can, they can keep the lights on at 75% capacity if they get 75% capacity. Mm-hmm. But small independent theaters can't. That's no, not enough no. revenue to stay open. So they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna take that hit uh, harder. <clears throat> and I went to go. I I went to see um, a few movies in the theaters now, and it is a little scary. Most not because they're panicking; they're doing what they can to to a to an extent. But I'm a nervous person, anyways. I'm a, I'm a pretty anxious guy just in general. Um, so showing up with my mask, we went into the movie theater, and it was set up so that like they went back to assigned seating instead of being like. No, just sit wherever. We don't care. Like, no, we have to have assigned seating because once someone sits in a row, we shut down the row. So there was no one near us. Four seats, like four seats back, four seats, five seats ahead of us, and no one to our side. It was great. So again, it had that moment, that like, it, that intimacy, that like we are watching a movie, sort of like those pods, except it was a much bigger space, and we watched. No, <laughs> Last Crusade. Oh, Last Crusade. that was a good one. We went to go see Last Crusade, and watching it in in on the big screen really made like because uh, obviously that's not something I did when I was a kid. I was I was not that age. I was not there for that. I was, but I was absolutely transported to this idea of being like a, in in that big fun, well made action movie, uh, adventure movie, not even action movie, adventure movie, um, and seeing little things in the background that I never noticed before watching it on television of uh, the when like the little uh, illustrations they show in. Uh, in Grandpa Jones's book, mm-hmm. the he has the paintings in his office. They're like in the background. So there's all these little hints of the story to come that are plastic, that are hidden in the background that you only pick up if you're watching it on 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 the big screen. Yeah, and it 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 enraptured us. We were very into the movie. We were cheering because we felt like we we're allowed to because we're we're not in our house. It feels weird to go yay in your house, but in a movie theater, you're 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 allowed to. You're transported to that sometimes. And I think when that does happen, that is a magical experience, and that can that can imprint these movies onto you in a way more so than just oh I like that one it's popular mm-hmm. it, it can really speak to that. So it didn't feel like I was being ripped off or tricked or they were taking advantage of me. It was like we want you to enjoy this place, and yes, it keeps the it keeps the lights on because um, at most theaters only get fifty percent of uh, ticket uh, revenue. So if you go and like, what, I bought a ticket. Yeah, you've done literally nothing to keep this place from closing. Buying snacks is how they do that. When like, whenever someone's like, oh, I'll sneak in snacks. Like that's stealing. It is, it is, it's stealing. <laughs> but because they've, they've, been, they've been so uh, reluctant to change that, to change these things, and now they're being forced to innovate because innovate or die now, not innovate or stagnate. They're willing to stagnate. Now it's die. Now they're having to make those changes. And I think that's, that's the move now. You have to improve your business model if you want to survive. And I think there's a lot of stuff that hinges 
that will this is all the other stuff that we're going to lose by losing the movie theater experience is going to suck and i don't want to want to lose those things i'm just tired of theaters using that as a reason why they shouldn't innovate you should pay us anyways because it'll hurt independent film because it'll hurt uh your local economy anywhere a theater goes down restaurants and things and uh gas stations and businesses around it also start to go down it's like it's like when a, a big shopping mall closes everyone in that area loses money it's going to hurt us so much to lose movie theaters so and instead of it being that's why they don't have to innovate i want them to fucking fix it <laughs> no and and i agree with you i think there has to be innovation but here's my problem and and mm-hmm. i and i'm going to be very honest coming from, you know a guy who does a lot of media and a lot of media work both front and behind I don't think, you know, if I, if I have to foretell the future, if, if this is Vada's looking into the crystal ball, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you it's going to die. And, and this is why. It's like what I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Movie, and, and you make a good point. They do have to come up with a better idea. Okay. Or a better mousetrap, as we used to say back in the day. They have to come up with a better idea. But the truth is, you really, you really don't have that. I mean, what, what is it that, it's like what, what I was telling you earlier. Carlo, uh, come over to my house. We'll watch this movie, uh, food, drinks, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're calling us up and saying, hey, uh, Vada, Carlo, uh, come over to our, our uh, place, uh, pay us, <laughs> and yeah. uh, food, drinks, pay for those too, and yeah. uh, enjoy the movie. You know, and, and what breaks my heart about it is the thing that I do enjoy the most, and I'm just going to go back to it, is, is the art house, the indie theater place, right? And what's going to kill me the most is I'm not going to be able to see all those amazing indie movies anymore. Cause again, they're going to be the first to, to go. And I, I know with the river Oaks, I love the river Oaks truly, truly do. The last movie I saw there, uh, it was actually kind of packed because it was a pop somewhat popular movie because it was that Korean movie uh, parasite Mm, and it kind of made a big splash and so me and a friend of mine went to go see it and then before that the last time i had gone there i i took a date to go see this really horrible movie and to be honest i can't even remember the name of it but the whole stadium it was just me her and one other person that we didn't realize was there (laughs) Uh, until the end of the movie, and we all got up. And like, oh shit! You know, um, there's only you probably should have done that in there, <laughs> huh? Right. Uh, so <laughs> the thing is, even with just that, I mean, just the indie theater by itself was staying afloat barely mm-hmm. because of the fact that you didn't have a whole lot of people who went out there to see it. These movies, they went yeah. out there for the experience sometimes, but not always to see the movies and that kind of breaks my heart because that's what's going to hurt the most but i think in the long run it's all going to die because we have 
so many other more interesting and convenient options. You know, um, I wouldn't say more interesting. I'd just say more convenient. Well, I'm going to go with convenient as well, too, because of the fact that, again, scenario, why does Vada have to leave his house? I don't. I put on my Roku. I can put on my Netflix. Oh, my God, this looks exciting. I'm going to stay in and watch this. Uh, I don't have to go drive anywhere, risk having a car accident, fighting someone in the parking lot, yeah. <laughs> paying for parking because they're being dicks. I hate it when you go to a place and they want to charge you for parking. That yeah. is a bullshit move. I am coming here to enjoy your establishment. I'm here to spend money. Why? Yeah, would, why don't, don't like I said, do not make it hard me. for me to give you money. Yeah, the harder you make the experience, uh, the less I want to go enjoy it. And, yeah. and there's a few movie places here in Houston where you, you show up, oh, that's uh, $5 for parking. Well, fuck you. That's depressing enough, but at least we could get a movie in every once in a while. Yeah. Because um, other theaters, uh, without some help, without someone from the upper echelons of government doing their fucking job and helping a lot of industries are just going to be dead because there's simply be no one to, to manage oh, yeah. to, to be there for. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, you look at a lot of industry, a lot of big boy industries that you thought weren't going to hurt are totally hurting. So for example, the obvious is the airline industry. They're clearly really hurting and yeah. those employees are hurting. And they're trying to figure out what are we going to do to avoid they, the chaos. Famously, too big to fail. Yes. Famously. Yeah. We have to stop everything. Because and this is too big to fail. AIDS because we have to have airport, airplanes. But here's the sad thing about it is, oh, this is too big to fail. Let's throw resources into here. Oh, uh, this, this movie theater is going to fail. Well, you know, tis the nature of the beast, you know. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily right, you know, but that's just me. Because think, every time, every hmm? time one of those things, every time a movie theater fails, it becomes a little black hole in that area. Yeah. Everything loses money. Like it, it, it's just, it becomes a place you don't go to anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember uh, there used to be a mall, Sharpstown mall. I, I, it's it, the buildings there, but they've changed the name to something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the sign that it was no longer going to be a mall was the theater left and it opened up as a, it went from being a movie theater, like a Cineplex to a dollar theater where they just showed like whatever they could get their hands on for a dollar, yeah. ranking them all out. And they were like, they had popcorn. They would stare you down when you walked in because they had this, like, you're not buying anything. Are you like this feeling? Mm -hmm. It's really like this, like it was like a ravenous wreck, like a possum just sitting in a corner, kissing at you while you were there. That, that was the feeling of it. And I was like, yeah, this mall is going to go, and this whole area is going to get hurt by it, and the whole area got hurt by it. Yeah. And that always happens. Um, uh, pretty famously, there's a Trader Joe's that took over an old movie theater that had become a uh, bookstore. Yes, so I know what you're talking theater, about. Yeah. yeah, over on, on Alabama. When the movie theater closed, before it became a bookstore, um, it was like desolate. So let's go ahead and do this. Let us wrap up our show with one, one other final rant because we're yeah. going at two hours. Your turn. So uh, <laughs> let, let's do, no, no, not, not a rant from me necessarily. Death of the movie house predictions. 
look into your crystal ball, Carlo, and tell me, do you see it permanently dying? Well, what, what, is, what does Carlo see? I work hard to be an optimist. I don't see it dying. I see it crawling into a chrysalis, turning into a weird goo, and emerging as something completely new. Um, maybe drive-ins will become um, and become the, the way it is now. Maybe they won't. Maybe we'll go back to um, just things will go completely back to normal and be not affected by this at all. Sorry, I couldn't even pretend to make, say that seriously. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll be the, the model will change and it'll be closer to the smaller independent movie th- uh, house feel. And, they'll, and they'll, they'll embrace that service, that like care and respect for their customer instead of seeing them as a commodity, as someone to trick into paying more for everything. Um, maybe it'll go the way of, maybe if I'm very lucky, it'll just become like a sometimes thing. It'll become like a little bit of a treat, like a legitimate theater. Um, and somehow that would work. I don't think it would, but it becomes this thing where, Hey, we're going to the movies, put on a clean shirt, put on some nice slacks, get your shoes on, get your hair done. We're, we're going out. We're going to the theater. We're going to show a little bit of respect for it. We're going to have fun we're just gonna like and sometimes you're gonna yell at the screen because sometimes that's the movie you're going to sometimes you'll go and you will openly you will sit in a dark room full of strangers and weep because you have all watched somebody pretend to go through something so real and so personal that you all go have the profound cathartic experience of going right along with that journey that's beautiful and i hate to think that's just gonna die because the government is run by idiots (laughs) all right my (laughs) prediction is not so optimistic it's (laughs) it's dead good night okay (laughs) and good luck i I imagine it being very dramatic i imagine it's a a movie theater as a person walking out into this majestic glen this cliff just overlooking the tops of all these beautiful pine trees and the sun is setting and they walk to the edge and they're looking down and they just jump because there's nothing else to do. It's unavoidable. It's going to happen. And, and I, I, I say that jokingly, but I also say that with a lot of heartbreak too, because if that happens, that also means that one of my personal favorites happens and uh, I don't necessarily want to lose that experience. I'm grateful for the experience that I've had, but I don't want to lose that experience. Do I think it's going to die? Yes. Do I think there are too many platforms to compete with? Yes. Do I think that not only is it competing with the platforms and the streaming and everything, but competing, competing with uh, the individual will to want to get up and do all X, Y, and Z to enjoy a movie? Yes. And ultimately, I think that's going to lead to it dying. I think it's going to be the final scene. Um, whether they're walking off the cliff or they're the cowboy riding into the sunset. Either way, it's a sunset. Mm. So those are our thoughts and, and hopefully... Uh, Mine have depressed you enough too, <laughs> and hopefully Carlos brought you some type of joy. Uh, or, that, or 
if y'all have another suggestion, if you have some other, we'll write them down and send them to the movie theaters. Like we, we got to save these idiots. They're not going to do it themselves. That's <laughs> that's very true. I think that um, I think we should have an open discussion. Will this will this end the theater? And give us your thoughts. You know, write us. Tell us what you think. Do you think that this is the end or the funeral for the the movie house or the movie industry in that sense? Or do you think that we're totally full of shit and that it's going to live on forever and people are going to return to the movie house? And again, this isn't so much an idea that the movie industry is dying. Let's clear that up. This is the movie house and the death of the movie house type of thing. But I think it's going to die. Carlo thinks uh, more optimistically that it will uh, somehow survive and transform. Um, There will be a renaissance. But fuck what we think. Tell us what you think. You know, email us at the VCR show at gmail.com. Again, the VCR show at gmail.com. And let us let us know. Tell us. And, and maybe we just have horrible ideas. I don't know. But give us your ideas. And until next time, I hope, I really, really sincerely hope you get to go out there to a nice quaint cinema, get your popcorn have your drink, and just live in the experience. At least that's what I hope. You know, (laughs) Maybe you'll be dead by then and you won't be able to. (laughs) (laughs) But until next time, I'm Vada. I'm Carlo. And you've been listening to VCR. Please join us next time. Same bat place, same bat channel, same bat time. You were listening to VCR, creative content by Richard Christopher Vada and Carlo Manuel Magana. The logo is created by Richard Christopher Vada with assistance from Annie Ramirez. The theme song is The Messenger by Silent Partner and can be found on YouTube Sound Library.